Welcome to the True Beauty Revealed Show, awakening women to a lifestyle of beauty, balance, and bliss, all while nurturing your mind, body, and soul. Join us as we cover topics on health, wellness, beauty, self-care, energy restoration, spirituality, and more. Learn to gracefully walk into the discovery of your own inner beauty so you can easily express your outer beauty. There's nothing more beautiful than a woman who knows, understands, and lives in her own true beauty. Here's your host, beauty and self-care expert, Natasha Lee. Hello, hello, hello. Ah, I am so happy to be here with you guys. Welcome to the True Beauty Reveal podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Lee. Ah, it's been a while. Um, I had to take a little sabbatical and really be in my own work. So I'm back. So why don't you grab yourself a nice comforting cup of tea or your favorite beverage. Let's take a few deep, intentional, full centering breaths, and let's dive on in. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about sacred self-care. So you might be wondering, what is sacred self-care? Well, I'll tell you. It is self-care amplified, self-care honored, and self-care uncompromised. It's also about returning to your wholeness. Sacred self-care really is the heart of healing, and it is both a practice and a process. So let's first talk about the process. The Webster's Dictionary describes process as continuing development involving many changes, a method of doing something generally involving a number of steps or operations. Yes, sacred self-care requires you to show up and be fully present for yourself, first of all. And it is simply living in the process. So, many changes or a number of steps or operations. Sacred self-care begins with a real commitment and it requires you to fully and finally step up and put yourself first. It is never a destination, but always an ongoing journey. And that's what makes it really fun and exciting. Sacred self-care is about self-healing and it involves lifelong learning for the four dimensions of wellness, the physical, the mental, emotional, and the spiritual. And it's about ah, returning to the sacred stillness within your sanctuary. And when I say sanctuary, I'm talking about your inner sanctuary as well as your outer sanctuary, um, your inner calm, your inner peace. Um, that freedom you have of just being because you've gotten to the place where you can now just be instead of all of the doing that we're so used to doing and we're, we're conditioned to do. 
So I want to start by asking you a question. Where do you fit into your own life? <laughs> I wish I would have asked myself that question uh, way before I did, actually. I've been on this sacred self-care journey for quite some time. It is my life work. It is my mission. I feel like it is what God has deposited in me to deliver to the masses. And, <coughs> excuse me, I I have a unique story around self-care. I was kind of forced into practicing self-care, and it didn't happen overnight. My life unfolded in a way where I was given little breadcrumbs along the way, learning. And so now it's taking me years to get to the level that I am right now. And what I like to offer you is just the whole slice of bread, not the little breadcrumbs. Because sacred self-care really just starts with the commitment to yourself, making the commitment to show up and be present for yourself. That's huge for some, some people. Some women, they put the spouse, the mate, the partner, the children, the aging parents, the sister friends, all before we take care of ourselves. We put them first, and we're last on the list if we even make the list at all. And so my mission is to really educate and empower women about putting themselves first right now so that you can really show up and be who God has called you to be, not the person you've been pretending to be because you've been out of alignment with yourself and out of integrity with yourself, but really be who you are designed to be. And do the things that you've been purposed here to do. Do the things that you are designed to do. See, what happens is most times we can't even get to the thing that we really desire to do, not because we don't want to, but because we don't have the energy to. So sacred self-care really also is about managing your energy, restoring your energy, managing your energy, so that you have the energy to do all of the things that's on your heart to do. You see, we get so tapped out and burnt out, we don't have the energy to do what's really on our hearts to do. And so our businesses suffer, our families suffer, and ultimately in the end, we suffer. But, ha. Huh. It has been a journey for me, and I tell you, I would not have changed one bit of the struggle or the process or the practice that I have uh, experienced because 
right now is so rich for me and I am in such a good space and I really wake up in full joy every day. I mean, I listen, everybody's life keeps on life and we have our things that we have to deal with. I'm not exempt, but I worked really hard to get to this space and now it is so rewarding to wake up and be in peace and enjoy from the moment you wake up. And self-care is about being able to get back to your still place, get back to your safe sanctuary, your inner sanctuary, um, quickly when things go wrong or things come up, because they will. And how do you handle life? How do you handle those things? And now for me, I handle things with just with grace. It is with grace and ease. I prayed for that, and I worked really hard to get to this this place. And I'm telling you, I am loving the journey of my sacred self-care. It I just want you guys to experience just a little bit of what I am in joy about right now. You know, I I had to do some things to get to this space. I had to start with my physical sanctuary, my outer sanctuary, my living space. I had to physically start clearing away the clutter in my space so that It could clear away some of the clutter in my mind so that I could have clear thinking, so that I can plan out and get to a a new awareness of what I wanted to do. I just had clarity around what I needed to do, what I want to do. I was able to create an action plan. And it's all because I have this lifestyle now of sacred self-care. And it's so important to me. So, you know, sacred self-care, like I said, is a practice and a process. And some of the practices that I um, have are, you know, very ritualistic. I have certain things that I do every day, like clockwork, that aids in my peace and aids in my relaxation and aids in you know, the stillness that I have, the inner calm. And I wake up in full gratitude, first of all, just thanking God for all things. And I remain in that grateful space all day long. My whole day is a prayer. My whole day I am thankful and just giving full thanks for my life and and all that I have. Um, so I wake up just being thankful and grateful, and I start my day with gratitude every morning. But I wake up also to what I call my power hour, which has really helped me become more disciplined um, with other things in my life, um, just by being dedicated to that one morning ritual, one process, and start with one little thing, 
You know, I don't care if it's just five-minute meditations. If that's where you are, start right there, five minutes. But one of the main rituals that I start my day with is what I call my power hour. And that is 20 minutes of prayer, meditation, 20 minutes of sacred journaling in my awareness journal or my gratitude journal, and 20 minutes of stretching, yoga, or some sort of move, movement, you know, whether it be, you know, hula hooping or dancing, whatever I feel like doing that day, I make sure I get the 20 minutes in at the top of the day to kind of get my day going. And then I move into regular daily practices that everybody does, you know, the cup of tea, um, getting myself, you know, ready for the day by, you know, showering, whatever else we do to get ready, right? We all do. Um, but throughout the day, I spend my day being in ritual all day. I take five minutes and, you know, we'll just meditate for five minutes to return to my, to my center to keep me grounded um, so I'm doing little things throughout the day. And then in the evening, when I come home, I've cleaned my space. It really ministers to my spirit. When I come through the door in the evening, I really feel like, ah, I'm home. Because my space now ministers to me because I've created beauty in my home and just little things, fresh flowers every week. Every day I, I come to fresh flowers. You know, whatever it is, essential oils burning in my oil burner or, you know, a beautiful quote that's in a beautiful picture frame on my nightstand that I just get to read every night to keep me grounded. Whatever the little things are you need to do, you do those little extra things to create the environment that you need to grow and to be in flow. It's really important. So at night, you know, I, I prepare for a restful sleep. I prepare for relaxation. Again, I might fix that cup of comforting cup of, you know, tea or a rose latte or a lavender latte. Um, I, I take a spiritual bath and I soak Wash away the day, soak, meditate, pray. I take a bath with my crystals or my special tonics and elixirs, and I luxuriate in the, with the little things, but the little rituals that I practice create such meaning and such peace and such joy that it helps me to get to the next level. And so I'll come in and I'll spray my pillows with lavender spray and whatever the little things are that we can do, right? And that creates a, a mood, an environment that creates a lifestyle, whether it be, you know, whatever speaks to you, do those things and start doing them now. Don't wait. Don't wait for somebody else to do it. Don't say you don't have the time. Create the time. And work on restoring your energy. And so I encourage people to get a journal 
and to write down how they're spending their energy, first of all. Um, when you can figure out how you're spending your energy, you're able to manage it. And that's that was huge for me. Really huge. I here's here's the deal. You have to look at your energy bank like a bank account. And so you have energy deposits and energy withdrawals. And I'll give you some examples of what they are for the four different dimensions, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So I'll give you some ideas of energy deposits and then energy withdrawals. So we'll start with the physical. So an energy deposit could be meal planning or shopping ahead for your meals. Um, and a withdrawal can be eating on the run, missing meals, or eating too much sugar. So another energy deposit in, in that category for physical could be regular attendance at an exercise class or walking outside or gardening or hiking. And a withdrawal could be missing exercise, which leads to a lack of clear priorities and options, being too busy with work, or poor prioritizing or planning. Ah, mental. Yep, let's talk about the energy deposits and withdrawals for the mental space. So some of the deposits could be breathing practices, meditation, sitting and adhering to a budget, honoring how you use your time and your energy. And some of the withdrawals could be not making self-care practices a priority or overspending or overuse of credit cards, lack of planning, worry, judgment, and not managing your time. So for the emotional part, we can say... Mm, a deposit would be spending time with your spouse or family or friends or your partner, uh, making time for joy or play or laughter or spending, you know, carving out time that you can have for yourself, quiet time. And so withdrawal in that area might be being too busy for relationships or feeling guilty about certain relationships or feeling exhausted, burnout, bored, unloved, alone. Think about what pulls your energy away, what, what de depletes you, right? And so for spiritual, a deposit could be mm, time in nature, or being creative, doing some arts and crafts and hobbies and art or music or being with your pets or daily meditation or having a regular prayer time. And energy withdrawals in that area of spiritual could be loss of connection with spirit or divine um, power, loss of connection with your authentic self, or being unclear, unrealistic, and unfocused about life priorities. So you have to look at it as like a bank account. And so are you always trying to make a withdrawal without having any positive deposits? 
Think about that. So take a little inventory and see where you stand with your energy. Once you can help to help yourself to manage your energy, it'll be easier for you to restore the energy. And once you have mastered your energy restoration and you have full energy, like I say, sky's the limit. You can really get to fully being present in your business or um, just fully showing up for yourself, whatever it is, right? You can just be more present, more grounded, more centered. And all of that begins with self-care, making a self-care action plan. So why don't you spend just a few minutes this evening or today sometime and create a little action plan for yourself, a self-care action plan, and write out some steps of some things that you can start with immediately. And let's take it in bite-sized chunks, digestible chunks, small little bits, something that you can just start with right now that won't be overwhelming. And then once you've mastered that, add something else and something else or increase your meditation time from in prayer time from five minutes to 30 minutes or whatever it is, but create the life you love and the life that you've been dreaming about by adding self-care, sacred self-care. Remember, it is self-care amplified, self-care honored, and self-care uncompromised. Let's be non-negotiable about what nurtures us, what speaks to us, our, our well-being. Yeah, it's time, you know. We spend so much time caring for others. And now I say it's time to really just put yourself first, unapologetically. Like, don't worry about what people say, what people think. Just put yourself first. You know, I want to I wanna read a, a quote here, um, and it's about self-care. It says, self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift you have, the gift you were put on earth to offer to others. Anytime we can listen to our true self and give it the care it requires, we do so not only for ourselves, but for the many others whose lives we touch. And that is by Parker Palmer. And I want to leave you with that. I encourage you to start today. Sacred self-care is so important. Taking care of yourself is so important. Time's up for playing. We have things to do. And we, we have to be full of energy. And we have to care for ourselves at optimum levels so that we can do those things. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear from you. I'd love for you to share with me some practices that you've started for yourself. So you can send an email. Let me know how you're doing. Truebeautycoach at gmail.com. And 
listen, if you've liked this episode, share it out. Go on over to iTunes, rate us, share with a friend, and we'd love to hear from you. So again, my name is Natasha Lee. I've had fun with you all. Do something right now for yourself. Take five minutes. And I'll see you next time on the True Beauty Reveal podcast.